up our plates Papa saying grace Louisiana living sweet as sugar Hey guys, Shelly here, and I have got a story for you. I started to go live on this account or one of my other social media walls, but when I go live, I always want to talk to whoever shows up on that side of the screen, and then I get sidetracked. Now, there is no guarantee that I won't do that this way, but the odds are much better. So let's go. The good news is that we topped our goal in our 30 Days of Thankfulness campaign yesterday on the very last day of the drive. I'm excited about that and very grateful, but the God story is in the details. See, I almost didn't do a thankfulness drive this year because of many reasons. The economy is so bad and people are struggling. And then the Lord got my attention and reminded me that those are the very reasons that we should have a thankfulness drive. See, my goal every year when we do this is always as much about helping us live gratefully and what it does for our hearts when we do as it is about those that we bless. So I did the drive. I was very sincere in who we decided to bless this year. I was um, grateful to be able to partner with Samaritan's Purse and their U.S. Disaster Relief Program. But my faith was admittedly small. And I set the goal for our drive much lower and in my eyes, at least much more attainable than we ever have in the past. And that's really where this story begins. I was hoping we would meet our goal and blow right past it. But we weren't that far into November when I began to realize that that wasn't happening. And around about that same time, I became convicted that I had set the goal too low. So I made that right with the Lord and we moved on. End of story. Not even close. Yesterday morning, I woke up on the last day of the drive and I checked our totals. And it looked like we weren't going to make it. But I was committed to expressing my gratitude for everyone that had joined me in the drive. So I wrote a post about that and put it on social media. And some anonymous, generous donor saw that post and made a contribution that took us over the top. Now, when someone contributes to the drive anonymously, I, I don't see it. I don't get an IP address or anything. I had no clue as to the identity of this person. But I really wanted to know. I thought it was so grateful. I, I, I had no clues. The only comment that was underneath their donation said, keep shining for Jesus, sister. We serve a good, good father. And I was like, yes and amen, we do. But who are you? <laughs> because I really wanted to thank them. So the day went on, and last night, I did. I reached out to a few people that were the most likely suspects or candidates for having done that, and I asked them if they did. I just asked about, right, did you make that contribution? And to a person, the people that I contacted said that they were very grateful that the goal had been reached, and it was wonderful, and they were excited, but they couldn't take credit for it. They had not done it, which brings us to this fine day. That last giver was still on my heart during early morning prayer when the Lord dropped a name into my heart clearly and repetitively. 
I began to suspect that he was telling me who had made the donation. Now, the thing is, this person lives another state away. She and I have ministered together before a few times, and we communicate, but not regularly. And yet, I couldn't shake her name or her image from my mind. So, yes, I did. I reached out to her with a very awkward text. I'm going to read it to you. I said, dear friend, this is awkward and weird, but I believe you may be the person that made a donation to my 30 days of thankfulness drive that took us over the goal. If I'm right, only Holy Spirit could have whispered your name to me. If I'm right, you wanted to be anonymous, but he wanted to allow me to thank you. If I'm wrong, it's all on me. So forgive the awkward ask, but was it you? And it was a few minutes while I thought, what in the world have I done here? She probably has no idea what I'm even talking about. And then her text came through and it read, oh, how sweet the Holy Spirit works, my sister. I'm not sure why I had not noticed your fundraising drive prior to yesterday, but I suspect his timing was involved. So yes, hashtag guilty. I love sliding in late to a party. When I jumped to see your goal, there was a little grin on my face thinking how fun it would be to help with the final push. I love your heart. I love you. And I love our friend Jesus. How good is that? I had to pick up the phone and call her then, and I asked, can you talk right now? And she said, yes, I can. We had the most delightful conversation, just sitting there talking with Jesus in our midst as we exclaimed over how awesome and how amazing our good, good father is. We laughed at my text and how awkward it was, and she confessed that if I hadn't brought the Holy Spirit into it, that she may have still been able to deny that she did it, but that she couldn't because of how I phrased the question and that the Lord had trumped her intentions. Now, there's a message right there. Oh, that we could all live with God trumping our plans. Amen. But there are also some lessons in this story that I jotted down that I don't want us to miss. There's about four of them, if you're still with me. And the first one says that God is a win-win father. See, the recipients of this year's drive, they were winners. Those who gave to the drive, winners. Those of us who got to see it and live gratefully together, winners. I almost said her name. The person who made the last gift. And myself, as we got to sit and talk about it this morning, we were winners. The details are all so many in the story. I can't explain to you um, how amazing it is that her, her name came to me, unless you knew how little interaction we've actually had. You would know, you would understand, simply Holy Spirit whispering it to me. People that don't know him won't understand that, but people who know him will. And there's two, God doesn't hold grudges. Remember I told you that I had missed it by setting the drive too low and that the Lord had corrected me and I had owned it and moved on. We see sometimes when we discipline 
our, our children or we get outdone with someone and we say something to them. We go on and on and on and on. And the Lord doesn't. He addresses things with us like the good, good father that he is. And then he drops it. And I can almost imagine him saying way back early in November when I was owning that up before him and making it right. And he was putting it to bed. I can almost imagine him saying, but boy, I've got a closer for you that's going to blow your socks off. God doesn't hold grudges. And he is a win-win God. And the next one, I love this. None of us are anonymous. None of us. Psalms 139 opens with these words. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. He knew the generous giver at the other end. He knew what her thoughts were. He knew that she had given out of a pure heart and didn't want recognition. She wasn't anonymous to him. He knew that I wanted to thank her. I was not anonymous to him. None of us are. My friend, you are not anonymous to God. He knows you intimately. Which brings me to my final thought. Perhaps when you heard me talk about hearing God and hearing that name fall into my heart in answer to my prayer, perhaps it stung you because you thought, I don't hear God. I can't hear from God. I want to assure you today that you can. If you're a believer, you can hear God's voice. We all can. When we prioritize his voice, when we listen to him in prayer, when we read the word and hide it in our hearts so he can bring it back up and counsel us over time, one engagement after another with the Holy God, he uses those moments to teach us how to hear his voice. He's a win-win God. He does not hold grudges. You are not anonymous and you can hear from him. And I'd like to speak a blessing over you before I go. May you know the love of God, the grace of Christ Jesus, and the friendship of Holy Spirit. Merry Christmas.